Let's do it. And now, shining the spotlight on the future of hockey. Hello, it's Thorne Byron of the Vancouver Giants. I'm Kirby Dock of the Saskatoon Blades. I'm Dylan Cousins of the Westbridge Hurricanes. Hey guys, this is Cam here. Spencer Knight. This is Matt Foldy. It's Alex Turcott from Team USA. Hi, it's Maurice Sider from the Adelman. This is Alexis Lafreniere of the Rimouski Oceanic. Major Junior. They were the best in the QMJHL. And now the Huskies are Memorial Cup champions. NCAA. Everybody in that Bulldog section's on their feet. The bench is ready to party as the UMD Bulldogs are back-to-back national champions. The World Juniors. Time winding down, and Finland has won the World Junior Championship in Vancouver in spectacular style. The NHL Draft. With the first pick overall, the New Jersey Devils are proud to select from the U.S. program, Jack Hughes. And more. Unbelievable. Wow. Incredible. This is the Pipeline Show. All right. Well, good weekend and welcome to another episode of the Pipeline Show with Guy Flaming. That is me. My name is Guy Flaming. You can blame my parents for that name. Thank you for uh, taking the time to download this particular episode of the show. If you're new to this Pipeline show, a little project for you. I want you to tell me how you found out about the Pipeline show, where you heard about it, and and, uh, what made you uh, download an episode. I'm always curious to see where new listeners are coming from and uh, maybe where you're getting it too. If you're getting it from iTunes or Spotify or, or SoundCloud or you're just clicking on a link on Twitter or something like that, how you came across the Pipeline show uh, is of interest to me. Uh, if you're a, re- a returning listener, well, thank you very much for uh, coming back for more of the Pipeline Show. It's great to have you along for the ride. Maybe you can tell me how long you've been a listener of the uh, program. This show started back in 2006 on a local radio here in Edmonton on TSN 1260. Back then it was actually called Team 1260. And then uh, TSN and, and Bell uh, took over the company and uh, it became TSN 1260. And that continued until... Uh, well, I guess about 2016 on radio, and then uh, things changed at the radio station, and we moved uh, the show to uh, podcast form, and uh, so for the last uh, two and a half seasons, it's been a uh, a podcast, and so I'm always curious to see uh, how the audience has uh, changed or grown or uh, where people are coming from, uh, so if you can tell me, that would be great, and for those of you who get your podcasts uh, at a place like iTunes or Spotify where you can leave ratings or comments, uh, please do so that uh, other people who don't listen to the show or are new to the show or just stumble across the show, uh, they are able to get a bit of a, uh, you know, a, a hint of what the show is like and uh, if it's recommended or not. And maybe that will encourage them to, uh, to download an episode and, and join the group. As always here on the Pipeline Show, we like to start each episode off with the question of the day, which I'm going to actually put up on Twitter as we speak right now. You're gonna. You might even hear some tapping in the in the background. That'll be me on the keyboard. This is gonna be a pretty uh, simple one. The question of the day, the a question of the week rather. What is the surprise team so far this year in the Canadian Hockey League? Either because of the way they've played in a positive sense, or if you're disappointed in the way they've started. Uh, we'll go from that. There we go. So the uh, pipeline show question of the week. What is the surprise team so far this year in the Canadian Hockey League, either in a good or a bad way? And, uh, you know, a, a surprise team. For me, the Brian Weekings have uh, done worse so far to start the uh, the season 
than I expected they would. They are currently just the, on the outside of a uh, playoff spot in the WHL's uh, Eastern Conference, and they've played a couple more games than uh, Moose Jaw, who is uh, one point ahead of them in that final playoff position. Very early in the season to be talking about playoffs, but you know, right now in their division, they're fifth, and I, I think I had them as second in their division, maybe third. So for me, uh, Brandon is the team that's a, a bit of a surprise struggle. But tell me what uh, you think. You can uh, send me a note on Twitter. Reply to the thread on Twitter. How about that? At TPS underscore Gee. All right, let's get to the uh, news and notes uh, for the week. And we'll start in the uh, Canadian Hockey League with the uh, top 10. That comes out in the middle of the week. So going into this weekend's action, the Sherbrooke Phoenix are the now the number one ranked team in the Canadian Hockey League. They uh, move up from 2-1, to one, replacing the Oshawa Generals, who were 9-0 and oh at one point. They're now, uh, or at least when the ranking came out, they were 9-2, and two, so they fall from the number one spot to number two. The Edmonton Oil Kings are playing pretty well. They uh, jump up from the sixth position to number three. PA moves down one spot from three to four. The Shakutami Saganin hold on to that number five position. Owen Sound moves from eight to sixth. The number seven team are the Cape Breton Eagles. Number eight, the Ramuski Oceanic. Peterborough uh, enters the top 10 at the number 9 spot, and Charlottetown moves down one spot to number 10. A closer look at the WHL, the uh, number one team by points are the Edmonton Oil Kings with uh, 19 points. They've played 12 games. There are a few teams that have played more and some that have played less, but uh, when it comes to winning percentage, the Oil Kings also ranked uh, number one or come in at number one with a 792 and I like to look at winning percentage because to me that's a more of a, a, an accurate indicator. The Everett Silvertips, who by points are a fifth place right now, they are actually uh, number two for winning percentage at 727. The Calgary Hitmen, who have only played nine games and have 13 points, well, they're 13th overall in uh, by uh, points in the league, but they have the third best winning percentage. So that's why I like to, to look at that category more. That puts uh, Medicine Hat fourth and Prince Albert fifth. Four teams uh, right now out of the Eastern Conference in the top five by winning percentage. And uh, leading the league in scoring, Connor Zary of the Kamloops Blazers has uh, 20 points. Adam Beckman had a, a monster night a couple of games ago. He jumps uh, up to the second spot in the uh, in league scoring. He's got 19 points. Bryce Kindop of the Everett Silvertips with 18. Uh, Zane Franklin with the uh, Blazers, he has 17. And Nolan Foote, recently named captain of the Kelowna Rockets, he has 16 points. Interesting. The top five players uh, in scoring all coming from the WHL's Western Conference. Moving slightly east, we'll uh, look at the Ontario Hockey League. And the uh, top team by winning percentage in the OHL are the Oshawa Generals uh, with an 818 winning percentage. Windsor is next, followed by Flint and the Peterborough Peets. Owen Sound rounding out the top five. Interesting, still London has only still played nine games. Uh, they only have a, a 500 winning percentage, though, so they are in the uh, bottom half of uh, league standings when you look at it from that category. Statistically speaking, Quinton Byfield leads the league in scoring. He has 27 points. He's followed by Arthur Kaliev with 25. Cole Perfetti has 24 points. Phil Tomasino with 23. And Nick Robertson has 22. Out east in Quebec, only one team has a, uh, a winning percentage above 800, and that is Sherbrooke, the number one ranked team in the Canadian Hockey League. They are 12-1-2. For 26 points, uh, Cape Breton, off to an 11-3 start this year. 
They're followed closely by uh, Charlottetown, Ramouski, and the Moncton Wildcats. All of those teams are above 700 uh, when it comes to their winning percentage. The Acadie Bathurst uh, Teton still uh, looking for their first win of the 2019-20 season. Natural progression from the CHL is uh, U-Sport, so let's go there next, and uh, we'll start with the standings in uh, U-Sport in the uh, Ontario East uh, Conference. Carleton is uh, the top squad. They're off to a 5-1 and one record. On the East Coast, the Acadia Axemen, great name, 6-1 and one to begin the year, followed closely by the uh, Varsity Reds uh, from New Brunswick, the UNB Reds. Both of those teams playing very well. Acadia has played one more game and have one more win than UNB. In uh, Canada West, the uh, University of Calgary Dinos are the uh, top squad right now with a record of 5-0-1 and 11 points. The University of Alberta has a 5-1 record. That one loss coming to Mount Royal last week in uh, Claire Drake, uh, a lopsided victory for the Cougars, a 7-3 final there for Mount Royal. And Mount Royal is uh, the number three team in Canada West. By the way, if you're looking to uh, check out some uh, Canada West hockey this weekend, it's a uh, Cougar battle as uh, Mount Royal is in Regina. Both of those teams named the Cougars. It's like the CFL and the Rough Riders. Meanwhile, Calgary is in uh, Saskatoon to play the University of Saskatchewan and Lethbridge hosting the University of Alberta this weekend. The CJHL rankings, the top 20 across uh, Canada. And when it comes to uh, Junior A hockey, the Brooks Bandits and the Sherwood Park Crusaders are 1-2, and two, both coming out of the Alberta Junior Hockey League. Brooks is a uh, perfect 15-0, and 0, and the Sherwood Park Crusaders right behind them with a 15-1 and 1 record. Those two teams are 1-2 and 2 on the uh, National Top 20 poll, followed by uh, Battlefords out of the Saskatchewan, Powassan in Northern Ontario, Thunder Bay from the SIJHL, Spruce Grove out of the AJHL, they are number 6, the Portage Terriers from Manitoba, number 7, the Toronto Patriots are 8, College Francais Longueuil is uh, number 10, excuse me, number 9. Carlton Place is 10. Timmins is 11. Wellington is 12, followed by Okotoke, Salmon Arm, Coquitlam, Edmonston, Steinbach, Oakville, Penticton. The V's are at 19, and uh, Melfort is 20. want to mention right now, in the AGHL, uh, Carter Savoy is a draft-eligible player. And uh, ripping it up this year. He has 37 points in 16 games. 22 of those are goals. Draft eligible player in Carter Savoy. His teammate is Michael Benning, defenseman. He's he's fifth in league scoring. And uh, obviously the top defenseman scoring. He has uh, 25 points right now for the Crusaders. The NCAA top 20, according to USCHO, is uh, the number one team at the Denver Pioneers. They got 47 of the uh, 50 votes. They're perfect 6-0 to begin the season. Minnesota State is number 2. Massachusetts, the Minutemen, are 3, followed by Cornell, who have yet to play a game. Notre Dame, 5. Wisconsin, 6. Providence is 7. Minnesota Duluth, the defending two-time defending national champs, off to a 1-3 start. They are still ranked number 8. Quinnipiac is 9. Boston College comes in at 10. Northeastern jumps from 15 up to 11. Penn State slips a little bit from 9 to 12. That's followed. They're followed by Clarkson, St. Cloud State, Ohio State. North Dakota holds on to the 16 spot. Bowling Green is 17. Western Michigan, they fall from 14 to 18. Harvard holds steady at 19. And uh, the Minnesota Golden Gophers round out the top 20. Some interesting games in uh, the NCAA this weekend. Uh, Boston University is uh, taking on the uh, Lowell 
uh, River, I was going to say the River Rats, the River Hawks. Uh, Providence is on the road. To, they'll play Boston College on Friday night. And uh, some cool non-conference games. The Golden Gophers hosting the Duluth Bulldogs. So a uh, Minnesota battle there. Wisconsin at home to Clarkson. Western Michigan Broncos travel and uh, will play at Yost against the Michigan Wolverines. St. Cloud State welcomes Northeastern. That should be a good game. So lots of uh, hockey action going on on uh, both sides of the border. Let's get to what's coming down the pipe today. We're going to kick off uh, today's show with uh, Mark Edwards of HockeyProspect.com. Of course, uh, we rely on HockeyProspect.com throughout the last number of seasons here on the Pipeline Show. There's scouts in the buildings all year watching the games and uh, put together a terrific list, and it all culminates right before the draft in the Black Book. It's become the uh, the staple of independent scouting uh, across, uh, well, the prospect world of hockey. Uh, anybody who uh, follows the draft closely, I'm sure, gets a copy of the Black Book. Well, Mark Edwards is going to join us uh, for the first time this season, get an overall sense of the uh, the draft class this year, and uh, we're going to ask specifically about uh, three players. They all happen to play for the U.S. Development Program, but Mark's got a good feel for those guys already, so we'll talk to him about that. From there, it's going to be the NCAA Campus Report, which is brought to you by College Hockey, Inc. Old friend of the uh, Pipeline Show is Ken Schott. has been around that uh, the ECAC conference uh, for over two and a half decades now. He's going to help us uh, preview the conference. From there, it'll be an in-the-dub segment for Dub Network. Uh, Ryan Chazowski, who is a 19-year-old with the Medicine Hat Tigers. The uh, Tigers are actually coming up to Edmonton this weekend, and uh, that club is expected to be one of the uh, better teams in the league this year and off to a pretty good start. So we'll talk to him. Here's a guy who hasn't been drafted yet, but more and more we're seeing 19-year-olds being drafted uh, by NHL clubs. So he could be a guy on the radar for some teams. So that could be a, a 2020 draft spotlight segment as well. We might call it that. But he'll be our CHL insider for the store nextdoor.ca. You can uh, check them out, employing people with disabilities out in Yarmouth, Nova Scotia, and turning uh, some junk into some really cool stuff. What they do is they collect as many broken hockey sticks as they can get their hands on, and they transform those sticks into some really cool products. Uh, lots of furniture that you can have around the house and whether it's picture frames or park benches or you know if you got a, a sports bar and you want to put a table and uh, some chairs that are all constructed out of uh, broken hockey sticks it's really cool stuff that they uh, are able to to put together and it's for a great cause as well so check them out at the store next door.ca and then in our final segment today we're going to uh, catch up with a former whler who has uh, taken his talents all the way to the east coast he's playing for the acadia axemen jordy stallard is his name so it'll be a U-Sport update segment. So a full slate of guests. We will kick it off, though, with uh, Mark Edwards from HockeyProspect.com. That's coming up next here on the Pipeline Show. McCarthy trying to get it out of his own zone. Picks it up again behind the USA goal. This time a safe play, and he finds Turcotte. With Gildon, shorthanded, and overline Turcotte. Out in front, score! What a move! Alex Turcott, a short-handed goal. It's Alex Turcott from Team USA, and you're listening to the Pipeline Show. Black eyes open wide. It's time to testify. There's no room for lies, and everyone's waiting for you. From the organization that brought you Mark Messier, Matt Benning, and Ian Mitchell. Bruce Grove Saints Junior A Hockey is officially back 
for the 2019-2020 season with all the action taking place at the Grant Fear Arena in Spruce Grove. With tickets starting at just $15 per person, AJHL Hockey provides some quality entertainment. For more information, visit www.sprucegrovesaints.ca.